Let's pray. Father, as we come to your word this evening, listening to strange songs and prophecies, news of a birth of a virgin bringing a son into the world, we ask that you would lead us and guide us, that you would take us into all truth, and that you'll speak, Lord, for your servants are listening. Amen. Tonight we do read the familiar story of Jesus' birth. Despite all of our familiarity with it, it is a strange and a mysterious story. It involves a divine promise. It involves lowly shepherds. It involves an angelic chorus. It involves a booked-up inn, and then it involves a bold announcement that God has become a man, that he dwells among us. It's strange yet familiar, and it's precisely that familiarity that can handicap us, handicap us. It can handicap you, and it can handicap me. Perhaps it doesn't breed contempt, but it can certainly foster a certain blindness, where despite all the wonder of the things we hear, we lose the wonder of it all. And so it's important for us this evening to draw these things together, to refocus them, and to consider exactly what it means again for God to come down and be among us. Over these weeks of Advent leading to Christmas, we've considered the Gospel of John and the I Am statements of Jesus in order to help focus that attention. And seven times we know that Jesus says, I am, using that statement and that formula, the divine name from Exodus 3, in which Jesus makes the bold proclamation that he is the creator God, that he is the savior of Israel, and he identifies himself with the acts of God. He does this seven times where he adds a metaphor explaining exactly how he does this work. But seven other times in John's gospel, Jesus just simply says, I am he. Seven times proclaiming that he is God present with us, God among us. And this evening we'll consider one of those instances where Jesus in John 6, as he walks out into a storm on the Sea of Galilee to meet his frightened disciples in a boat, and he says to them, I am he, do not be afraid. It is without apology, and it's also without qualification. Jesus says that God has come down from heaven to be among us in him. This is simply his understanding of who he is. And what it raises is the question. It raises the question that we must ask and that we also must answer tonight. What does it mean for you? And what does it mean for me? What does it mean for us to affirm what Jesus, when Jesus says, I am he? What does Jesus affirm for us? Two things that we'll briefly consider. First, it affirms that God is with us. Jesus goes out on the lake to his disciples. There on this sea, there was rough and tumultuous waters. 
and he works a miracle. Suddenly the storm is calmed and they find themselves on the other side. It's not something that we really can relate to. It is a mysterious event, a miracle, what we call it. And it's particularly odd in the Gospel of John because normally Jesus' miracles are worked for large crowds of people. But this miracle was somewhat of a private spectacle. It was simply for the disciples. And this leads us in the way of understanding that this is for the church. That what Jesus is doing is not the normal course of things. It's to teach us something very particular about who he is and what he does on our behalf. And there is something else unique about this event. Not only was it just for the disciples, but also there are several echoes of a deep resonance with Old Testament passages. And we particularly find this resonance in Isaiah chapter 43, where the prophet says these words, when you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And through the rivers, they shall not overwhelm you. And then in verse 5, fear not, for I am with you. And we have Jesus picking up these words and speaking to his disciples, speaking to the church as he comes out to them in the midst of their tumult, in the midst of the chaos. And he reminds them that he is the living God, picking up these same words of Isaiah and issuing to them the command to fear not. And here we don't find a cold and frigid and indifferent God, but rather one who is concerned for our welfare, concerned for his church. He comes out to them in the midst of their distress, and he works a miracle for them, but yet also calms and assures them in his presence. Because he comes to teach us that he is the one alone in whose presence and under his command who can chase away our fears. Because, friends, in our lives, the darkness may be very deep. And the waves can grow very high. And the wind can be incredibly strong. And the sea may at times seem extremely wide. But the promise of Jesus when he says, I am he, and he issues the command not to fear, is that he will be with us in the tumult, that he will, he will guide us through those deep waters and through those rivers, and that they will not overwhelm us. This is what it means to affirm what Jesus says when he says, I am he, that we say, yes, God is with us. But second, it also affirms that God is not only with us, but that our God is also for us. Isaiah 43 continues, and also the statements of the I am continue in that chapter. And it continues to make sense of what happens here in John 6 as Jesus walks out upon the sea. Because Isaiah 43 tells the story of what God is going to do to bring about a new exodus for his people. Where he once took them through the Red Sea. And he guided them through the waters. God is promising that the I am is going to do that again. Listen to what he says in verse 16. Thus says the Lord, who makes a way in the sea, a path in the mighty waters. And so the God who made a path in the waters, he is then promising, is once again going to do that. 
And then he explains what all of that means in verse 25. And we find out here what it means for Jesus to say that I am he. He concludes this way, I, I am he who blots out your transgressions for my own sake. And this is Jesus's climatic definition of who he is, that he is God come down among us, that he is God with us, but he is God with us in order to be God for us, to let us know the promises of God that belong to us only in and through him, that he is the God who blots out transgressions, that he does it for his own name's sake, but it's only in and through him that we find that path of reconciliation. And friends, this is what the mystery and the miracle is all about. It's what the strange events on the Sea of Galilee, but the even stranger events in Bethlehem that we celebrate tonight are all about. That God came down among us. He descended so that we might ascend to him through the one who came down on our behalf. This is what our God has done for us. This is the mystery and the miracle that we behold tonight. And so let's pray and let's ask for God's help. Father, we do rejoice and we give thanks that our Lord Jesus came into our midst and he taught us that I am he. And he directs us into all the mystery and the miracle of your work on our behalf. And so remind us that you, yes, are with us and that you, yes, are for us in Jesus Christ. May we draw near to him. We pray in his name. Amen.